T minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Ignition and liftoff of Aries 1X. Will you go through life doing everything you can? But some people don't get it, just don't give a damn. Just stay on your path and keep your good ways. Cause it's all out in the end. You don't gotta play a stick. Go out and take a risk and see what you can make. Happen, don't spend all your time in the street. Doing what they call trap. Let life always ends. And then there's nothing for you to keep. Cause it's all out in the end. And you gotta be free. Yeah, we gotta be free Now look at all those times That you got by with your life Really didn't think you'd make it You're just glad to be alive But so think next time Oh, you know it could be your end Don't be playing with the devil You know he ain't your friend You know I've been there, done that And I just had to share my times I don't wanna see you walking down that same old line I hope you take some from there And find something you can keep Cause it's your life in the end And you gotta be free you know you gotta be free Yeah, we gotta be free Well, you gotta be free We all gotta be free Welcome to Underground Apples, everybody. Just a few short announcements before we get bring our guest on. I'm really excited again. I'm always excited for every guest. I'm really excited for this guy. Oh, let's move that bottle. <laughs> That's what that was. First off, wearing my MP Presley shirt, MP Presley, the criminal criminal enterprise band. My buddies just left just left for Belgium today for their European tour. I'm very happy for them. Very knock it out, guys. If you haven't heard M.P. Presley, he puts out a ton of music. He's really great. And some of the guys in the, in the band, I did some session work with, work with a couple years ago down in Lexington, Kentucky at Dr. Sonic Studios. And uh, to, let's see, two, there's two guitars I, I did some session work with. And I'm really proud of the, Buck, oh, the Buckshot George CD or EP. If you check that out, you'll hear how good those guys, those guys are good. And, and then they have me on base, which is uh... <laughs> another announcement. This is a this is a pretty exciting one. Uh, Louis Brangers, if you don't know, has Splatter Tribe Radio on, on the Live 365 app. He is back at Bourbon Barrel Tavern hosting Original Music Night on Wednesday nights again. That's where I had my EP release party a couple years ago for my first EP. Second one's coming out soon. I'll just go ahead and plug that in. Really excited. And that's a, that's a really, 
it's a really good event. My next guest should probably look into that, try to get on there because he would be really good at good for that event. Last but not least, my the John Casey Fuck Cancer Benefit went over really great. I don't have any numbers to report or anything yet. I'm so so we're going to keep bringing it up. That's where I met our next guest, the Bryant C Project. We are going to bring him right on. Hey, Introduce you know. yourself. Even hey, though I've already C, introduced you. Brian C. Project, and uh, it's a pleasure to be here today, man. Thanks for having me, bro. We'll start off with the easy questions. What first got you into music? What first got me into music was, um, wow. You know, as a kid, you know, growing up, my parents listened to a lot of different kinds of music. You know, my dad was listening to people like Santana, and, you know, mom was listening to people like Prince and stuff like that. And you know, I started discovering people like Hendrix and, zeppelin through you know movies as a kid and that stuff just made me want to learn how to play and you know i'm a left-handed guitar player so once i found out jimmy was i thought that was pretty cool so i just uh i just stayed with it i wanted i knew i wanted to do that when i got older and, you know it's just something i've stuck with and i i did notice that left-handed thing at at the john casey fuck cancer benefit at the billiards club i did notice that i noticed you had a gretch uh, what is it? A, it's not a fifty-one twenty. Is it different? It's a um, it's the the semi-hollow body, but it's um, yeah. I've, I've always wanted one of those, and when I saw one, what was it on um, American Music Supply that I could get one on a lefty? I I went for it. You know, I've always wanted one. Plays great. That was, was actually ask, my first show with that guitar. <laughs> it's a beautiful guitar, and I was going to ask. I meant to ask you that night. I was like, did you have that made? Because I've never seen a left-handed one. <laughs> yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, I got to get on this. All right. Now, if you ever saw anybody that was uh, on TV or live and you said, you know what, I want to do that, who is who is that influence? And it could be more than one answer. It doesn't have to. I don't know, man. As far as on TV, um, you know, when I was a kid, my mom was like, she, she watched like Kiss videos a lot. I see Ace Frehley. He always caught my attention. And I love like the style and the way he played. And I was like, man, that's. That's really something, but you know, just seeing people like him and uh, you know, uh, or this one, Michael Jackson over here or over here, yeah, <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson <laughs> up here, <laughs> watching him as a kid, you know, he's a great performer and just artist all together, and you know, some of those guys, you know, Purple Rain would be on in the household a lot <laughs> growing up, and just seeing those guys do what they did, I mean, I like the sound of the guitar, but I like just the whole aspect of it, the whole package deal, you know. You know what's crazy is I've never seen Purple Rain. Oh, really? <laughs> I've never watched that movie. And you think it's, I would? I, I own it. <laughs> I've never you watched it. <laughs> it's a good watch, man. It's a good watch. <laughs> you must have a collection. <laughs> Let's see if I can find something real quick. I should, should have done this before the show. I didn't know I was going to talk about Purple Rain for a second. <laughs> see if I can find my... Purple Rain pictured vinyl. Oh, man. Oh, okay. Wow. Yes. You got that wrapped up. That's good. That's a classic, man. Yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> well, how would you describe the music that you create? I say it's uh I say it's really diverse, but it's all on the same page at the same time. You know, a lot of it comes from my influences strong influence with blues and rock and some some r&b 
type, even some hip hop in there sometimes, but it's all it's all fused together. So that's that's the best way I can say it. One of my, my someone I used to know used to call it rock and soul. And you know, that, that works too. Yeah, I can see that working. Oh yeah. Yeah. What's your uh, what's your favorite show you've ever played? My favorite show I've ever played. That might have been um back in 2014 up in Newport, Kentucky. Uh, we got to open for fuel at the Thompson House Newport. And you know, I grew up liking fuel, so to to get to be on the same bill and open for a band or help open for a band that you listened to growing up, that was pretty cool. Because if you had told me back then you're gonna open for them one day, I thought, really? Get out of here. So it was. It's pretty cool. It was a good show too. It was a good time. Yeah. Do you play any tricks on the band? If I always said if I open up for another big band, I'm going to play some tricks on them. Just to... <laughs> <laughs> that would have been funny, but we didn't get that close because there were others like on the bill. But that's definitely something to keep in mind. That's always yeah, <laughs> always comedy. <laughs> All right. Here's the counter question. What's your least favorite show? My least favorite show that I've played? Yeah. <laughs> least favorite show that I've played. One of my favorite questions, actually. <laughs> that is a different one. Um, <laughs> it's usually a it good was story a, there. I guess it was a... Wow. My least favorite show. Maybe this um, this show that we did out in Richmond one time, because I didn't think the bass player was going to make it in time. It was a great show, but he just... I learned what that on-edge feeling was like of, okay, are we going to just end up doing this as a two-piece, or how is this going to go? And it, it kind of threw some things off, like right at the beginning, but it ended up going great. And everybody said we looked pretty hungry up there. But that was the least favorite feeling from a show because I've loved all the shows. So that's the best I could do with that. <laughs> now you got an EP out, right? Or well, I, I've got um, uh, yeah, I've got um, uh, I've got a couple albums out actually. I've got a oh, self-titled, wow. and uh, my second album was called Pay the Price, and uh third album was called the Bryant C project two. And then I did like a, during the pandemic, I did a live album, uh, live at the fat man studio out in uh, Richmond. I'm mean, out in Lexington with Nathan mm -hmm. Pendleton. And then mm -hmm. I've got, a, uh, I did a compilation of singles that I had released. So I put those on a compilation album. So I've got an album out called the Bryant C project, the singles, which, you know, people might want to check out. It's got a lot of the most recent stuff on it. And, uh, Lately, I've been working, I've been releasing some acoustic singles one by one, leading up to uh, something pretty cool coming up in the future, uh, a little later this year, sooner than later, but uh, yeah, coming up, so, you know, it's going to be something pretty cool coming up. Crazy time. Oh, yeah. oh, 
like a woman. If you could open for any artist, who would that be? Uh, any artist as of right now? Yeah. It'd be pretty cool to open for Gary Clark Jr. For who? Gary Clark Jr. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We got some uh, similarities there. Yeah, and, I can uh, see that. Lenny Kravitz, that'd be pretty cool. Oh, Thinking yeah, of people man. that... Uh, like kind of compare the sounds with so you know something like that would really gel good i love lenny kravitz i always have yeah him. yeah he's a yeah he's definitely a good guy man <laughs> what would you say your favorite song to play live is that you wrote lately man uh, it's been the, uh the new single um i've been liking the reactions from it and uh you know just to see people that drawn in on something you just put out is always a good thing but aside from that i got a track called still going on it's like every time i do it live i see like the people they kind of you know just get in a trance with it and just sucked right in and that's that's the whole goal with the music and the live performances so yeah so let's talk about what will she do let's i know that's probably your favorite song it's it's a great song and oh, thanks, you just man. released a video for it what two days ago yeah, yeah. I just put that out on Saturday night. What's that? Special. I just, yeah, I just put that out Saturday night. Okay. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I've already watched it. Oh well, yeah. Tell us, about the, tell us about the video. Give us all the give us all the dirty details. Yeah, man. Um, well, I shot that with um uh, my boy Phil Van Dyke the second. He's out in Harrisburg. He's got something going called uh, Eight Fifty Nine Entertainment. And uh, he does a lot of shooting for people here out in Kentucky on different videos, photo shoots and all that. So, you know, we shot it out there and uh, it was it was good. We originally planned to shoot it in the daytime, but ended up being more of a night shoot. But that's more what I wanted because I wanted that kind of darker vibe to go with the song. I didn't want it to be too bright. I wanted it to be a little bit darker and uh, black and white vibe. And it really worked out. And uh, we recorded the song uh, out here in Richmond, Kentucky not far from Winchester here at a place called Jet Lane Recordings with uh, a guy named Freddie Hanshue. He's a good guy. Uh, he produced the track. I know him. Uh, you know Freddie? <laughs> we've we've yeah. talked a few times and and he he what he said he always says you're the funny man on Facebook. <laughs> he doesn't ever remember my name, which is all right. I don't care. <laughs> oh yeah, he, okay. He, well, that's cool, man. I'll tell. I have to tell him that. Yeah. <laughs> Or he said, if he sees me at the shows, he goes, there's that Hellraiser. <laughs> okay, so you do know him. That, that sounds like it's okay. It's been a few years since I've seen him. But anyway, back to your story. Oh, <laughs> I get yeah, excited. No, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> Small world. So, so Fre Freddie, Freddie recorded that for you. That's awesome. What's yeah, man. I've, I've worked with, um. actually, I did my second album with Freddie. I met Freddie back in 2013. And, uh started doing my second album and we've worked together on and off throughout the years i got a, a cover of the wind cries mary by hendrix that uh recorded with him and uh yeah but like i said we're, we're kind of working on something 
a little bit bigger than that track right now but uh just look out for uh some things coming out of there but uh yeah i just told him pretty much like hey man there's this uh this next track i want to put out for a single and you know we went in and laid down the guitar and the vocals and we put a little you know synth little keys and stuff behind it and just kind of did that one a little bit different that's why i like how it kind of made itself almost after the foundation was put so it came out pretty cool perceptions have been nice so what's the story behind the song itself song itself was kind of inspired by you know somewhat of um actually what it might sound like you know like if you're in a relationship of some kind and you're like is this gonna keep going on or how's it gonna go but then i put a little you know made up type stuff in there as well just for people other people's stories that i might have heard similar and stuff like that just wanted something that a lot of people could relate to and that's one of the things that i've been hearing back is hey i've been i can relate to this song and this and that so that's that's pretty cool that that uh that goal has been accomplished so where you're you're in manchester i'm in uh i'm in winchester but i'm from maryland i've been yeah. i've been out here in winchester about i guess 10 years now manchester kentucky just so everybody knows that <laughs> watches uh, yeah, winchester yeah winchester 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 yeah right on right okay. next to lexington right between lexington and mount sterling yeah yeah that's that sterling's got a crystals yeah yeah they do though they do it's pretty it's pretty good actually <laughs> well, been there that's while. the first one i ever ate at <laughs> what about yeah <laughs> yeah they're pretty good though man kind of like white castle a little bit and uh friday okay. actually i'm gonna be heading to frankfurt i got a show out in frankfurt friday night at uh sig lusher's brewery so get to get frankfurt in the mix too what about the following weekend now that following weekend i'm gonna be in lawrenceburg Okay, we're at Lawrenceburg. Oh, uh, it's the Bourbon Barrel House. Is that what it is out there? Oh, yeah, Lawrenceburg, yeah. Kentucky. Yeah, Lawrenceburg. I think it got written down here in some notes, but um, uh, because when this airs, it'll be this will be the one that uh be the closest one because I'll, I'll air this next Wednesday. Oh, okay, yeah, let me know when you do, and I'll definitely be sharing it with the listeners. But um, uh, yeah, it's going to be at the Bourbon Brick House in Lawrenceburg. February 26th from 8 to 11. You're going to so. play three hours by yourself? Oh, yeah, man. I do. Sometimes I do. Uh, sometimes I do the three hour set. Sometimes I do like Friday night. I'm doing the two hour set. Sometimes, you know, if it's a benefit or something like a bunch of groups on a show, like the cancer benefit thing, you know, do a 45 minute set. And, you know, so like I've gone out to Whitesburg and done three hour sets. And, because I've been doing this for a while, so I got like a good set list of material, of originals and covers. So I'm able to actually fluctuate my set list a lot. So I like that. Because if I go back to a place like this, be the third time uh, gone back to the spot in Frankfurt, you know, I'm able to fluctuate the set list. By the time you go back again, you might have some new covers or new originals in the set. So it's pretty cool. Because now years back, sometimes I get offers for that, but I just didn't have enough material yet. So I was sticking with the, you know, 45 minutes to an hour set, something like that. But years later, it feels good to be able to just jump in with pretty much whatever's offered. Because yeah. that can take you more places, you can travel a little bit more. Yeah. 
But you do this too, so you know. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. Lost my place. You had me reeled in. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a good thing. (laughs) (laughs) Where all have you performed? Would you say? Um, Let's see. It's a lot. The area. uh, I miss Cosmic Charlie's, but Cosmic Charlie's in Lexington. I did a cool show at Bad Wolf Burgers in Lexington over the summer. Uh, Down in Glasgow, Kentucky, Louisville. Uh, Frankfurt, Barbersville, Shelbyville, you know, Covington, Bowling Green, and like Cincinnati. And I've actually, oh, years yeah. back, I got to play out in New York and California, which was really cool. Of um, yeah. This year, last year with the pandemic easing up and shows actually getting to start happening again, I played out in Kentucky as much as I could last year, but this year, I want to play out in Kentucky a lot, but I want to hit some other states, you know, like to get down to Tennessee, you know, maybe Atlanta, different spots, Indianapolis. Well, I want you to get a hold of uh, Louis Brangers. I'll send you information later. Go, go to his original music thing, man. It's a good, it's a good time. It's a, it's a good time. I I think I may have forgot to say that earlier because I, I've talked about bourbon tip barrel tavern periodically Uh on, you know, now is that where that's at? Yeah, Burger Barrel Tavern. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's, yeah. it's in Elizabethtown. It, okay, okay. It, it's a fun to play for for a Wednesday night gig. It's a fun gig. Man. So it's a Wednesday night gig. Okay, and you know I haven't been to I haven't been to E Town yet. I've I've heard people talk about it ever since I've been in Kentucky, but I haven't been there yet. So that'd be cool. Let's see. If you if you could work with any producer, who would that be? Man, I'd love to work with um, I'd love to work with Eddie Kramer. That'd be really cool. Okay. He's worked with. You're the first person to heroes. say that. How's that? You're the first person to say that. First <laughs> person, you know, Eddie Kramer. <laughs> Eddie. A lot of people like he's worked with Hendrix and Zeppelin, and just a lot of people that I really like. But at the same time, it'd be cool to work with someone like um, you know. Dr. Dre or uh, with my style to see what someone like that would do with it or uh, man, what's the guy that produced for Michael on like Thriller and uh, Bad? What what Barry Gordy was it? No, not Barry Gordy. No, Quincy uh, Jones. Quincy Jones, yeah, yeah. It's Quincy Jones, yeah. It'd be cool to work with with some people like that to see what they (laughs) might do with your style because we're both very different. You know, someone like Eddie Kramer might be kind of predictable, but someone like, you know, those other two I mentioned, it might be like, what's going to happen here? But, uh, yeah, man, those producers, they definitely play some big roles. Do you say, would you say you prefer the studio or the stage? That's hard to say. I love them both, but I got to say the stage, but I love the studio because you can capture something in time right there, but there's nothing like the stage either, so. That's a difficult question right there. <laughs> you got anything that you want to add before we wrap this up? You got a band camp, anything you want to plug in? You got a website, I know. Yeah, man. Um, you can definitely check out the bryancproject.net. And uh, from there, it's take you to my Spotify, YouTube, Bandcamp, Apple Music, you know, everywhere. Or, um, you can stream the Brian C. Project on all your platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, you know, wherever you might go, it's uh, it's out there. But, you know, it's a pleasure to be here tonight, though. It's a good time. Yeah, thank you so much for being my guest, man. Great answers to questions. 
And now Great we are questions. going to to present what will she do? Three, two, one. All has been done. What do we do now? All the places we've gone. Where do we go now? Of all the things we fail. What do we feel now? I don't know if it's the same. Or if it was ever real. I know it can't always be good. But it can't always be bad. You always say what you do, but I'm just saying how you act, that always hits me more, and that's a simple fact, should I take it day by day, or say there's enough of that, what will she do, what will she say, she knows the ways don't work no more, what will she do? What will she say? When she knows I'm feeling like never before I put myself through this I've already been through that It's just the same old shit in a different path There's more to life than this Somebody once told me that And I don't want you no more So that's the end of that I'm only being real Feelings you can't steal So let me keep mine And let's not make a big deal Lord knows we tried Lord knows we gotta live So let's just keep it moving And that's the end of this What will she do? What will she say? When she knows the ways don't work no more What will she do? What will she say? Like never before What will she do? What will she say? When she knows the ways don't work no more What will she do? What will she say? When she knows I'm feeling like never before Never before, but we'll 